0: everybody, welcome to the PC Perspective Podcast. This is, oh no, I forgot again, episode 323, be recorded on October 22nd, 2014.
1: I'm Ryan Shrell.
2: Pretty sure I'm Jeremy Holstrom.
1: I'm thinking I'm Josh Walreth. And I'm nope. not, on the nope.
2: not on the screen.
3: Nope, nope. Totally we'll not it on again. the screen. Nope, totally not There we go. That that guy. I'm Alan, nope. That nope. no how about
0: now? How about now? <laughs> I'm Alan yeah Nope, this is Jeremy. Nope, that's Jeremy.
3: Nope. <laughs> Alan. It's me. Yeah. Jeremy? Okay. No, Alan? No. Yeah. I've got all the buttons tonight. If
0: you're listening to the audio-only version, none of that made any sense. But it made perfect sense on the video. Uh, it has been seven days. It mean it's f- means it's time for us to join you and talk about uh, what has happened in the world of computer hardware or maybe what hasn't happened in the world of computer hardware. Uh, some of us drink beer. Some of us don't. Some of us drink Skyline Chili. Are you not drinking Skyline Chili? Drink Skyline Chili? That's what the cup says. My glass says Samuel Adams Oktoberfest. Yours says
3: Skyline there's Chili. There's not chili in this cup. Okay. Well, Pureed
2: chili through a straw. Uh,
3: <laughs> but there's a market in that. We should do it.
0: You, I mean, they sell it by the bowl. So in theory, yep. you can drink it by the straw. Uh, so uh, this is the PC Perspective Podcast. We talk about computer hardware news and gaming stuff and PC gaming and how much consoles suck and uh, you know stuff like that. We don't really talk about that. But uh, if you are new to the show, welcome. We record the show live on Wednesday nights uh, at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific at pcparcom slash live. Uh, if you want a reminder about that, if maybe you're not comfortable uh, with the self-awareness enough to realize, ah, oh, it's Wednesday night, every damn Wednesday night for 323 weeks, they have recorded this show. Maybe it hasn't always been.
3: You used to do it every two weeks, right? Point, we went there once a month, times, one yeah, time. That yeah. um, was when I was
0: trying to desperately hear less of Josh, though. Yep. Yeah, I got over it. It's like a. It's, a, it's like a blister I can't get rid of now. Yeah.
3: Uh, I was going to yeah, say, yeah, we it's don't more have like, sweet, you know, the, the first time anymore I'm a douche. Canker sore.
0: Never mind. Uh, PCper.com slash subscribe. If you go to that URL, you get this little page here, uh, which you can give us your name, your email address. We basically just sign you up for a little little list, a little information, if you will, that that we only notify you, I don't know, t- I think today was like 30 minutes before we went live. Sometimes it's an hour, sometimes it's two hours. But not just for the podcast, but for other awesome live streaming events that we do like this one that if you are just not hearing about you missed we did two weeks in a row on Tuesday nights we recorded live streams of uh, Borderlands the pre-sequel sponsored by NVIDIA we had a couple of guys actually this week we had three guys on from NVIDIA kind of joining me we did four player co-op uh a lot of fun making fun of each other. Uh, I can't even put up a counter this time to see how many keep track of how many times I died in the game. So that'll be something that'll be, I'm sure, will find its way into other streams in the not too distant future. Uh, but maybe more importantly for people who weren't there is we gave away hardware. Yep, this week, last t- Tuesday, yesterday, as we record this, we gave away five SLI bridges, three copies of Borderlands, a pre sequel, mm-hmm. we gave away an Acer 4K. 60 hertz G-Sync monitor. We gave away an Asus ROG Swift 144 hertz 25 by 14 G-Sync monitor. I can't even buy one of them. That enough. was just yesterday. Last Tuesday, we gave away a GTX 980, an Asus ROG Swift, and an NVIDIA Shield tablet, and three copies of the game. So,
1: you fools. You, you dumb, stupid you know what, fools. You know what this is also called? Should be watching our stream. What's that? Bribery? Stuff that I do not have. Yeah. All true. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I'm sure you have an SLI bridge somewhere.
0: Yeah, Gosh. no, he does. Not one of these. Not look. one of these fancy ones with the light
1: up stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, look at this stuff, huh? You like that? Nice. <laughs> nice.
0: So, if you missed out on that, you know, we, we basically sat around, and played games for two hours, uh, BS together, had fun, and then gave away stuff to people who are watching the live stream. So, if you want to be, if you want to take part in those types of events, sign up at slash subscribe, and I will send you an email about how awesome we are and when those events happen. Sweet. So, and we are pretty awesome, so get, get used to that. So let's jump into our reviews of stuff this week. We just got a we got a few. We'll run through relatively quickly. Uh, first up, Lee posted a review of a storage device. Not Alan. Lee posted it uh, of a Kingwin Easy Clone USB 3.0 like hard drive SSD clone adapter. Yep. and this is one of those. It's a
3: funny looking device, right? It's even funnier with stuff plugged in.
0: It. Yeah, it really is. It's it, the Kingwind device is just this little black square in the middle, and if you uh, actually look at it, you can see what it has here is uh, SATA connections on two sides, and it actually has an IDE connection on the third side. Sweet! For those of you that really, really are moving back into the old school days, there. Um, we all right over there? Uh, I lost my laptop. I don't know why. You lost my laptop. Uh, let's see. Let's see if we can... Uh, no, I'm still at the same IP address. I'm still here. You know, but it he, he gained know. a muscle shirt. Show it, Ken. Oh, wait. No. There it is. We good now? Yeah. Continue on. So uh, all right. the idea of this type of device is like to be as... I do want to say as idiot-proof as possible, but just as easy as possible. It's, no, it's, no software. There's one button on it. You hook up two drives, and you hit a button that says clone, and yeah. ta-da! Shit's supposed to work. It's supposed to work. Supposed to work. Um, it has. Uh, it's an external USB 3 to dual SATA and single IDE clone adapter is mm-hmm. what they're calling it. It doesn't right? do so, any
3: nifty resizing trickery. No. None of that. It's nope. not going to resize your NTFS partition for you or even care. Correct. Uh, so it's just going to take all the LBAs from the one drive and stick it on the other drive, which means there needs to be equal to or greater than space yep. on the other drive. So there's
0: a couple right of there. notes. When using the cloning function, the source drive must be connected to either IDE source or SATA source, and the target drive must be connected to the the only one is labeled as SATA target. So you can't clone to IDE, unfortunately. Um, Darn. And
2: double-check <laughs> yeah. which and you plugged it into.
0: That's it. What in the? What is going on? Expand drive. I don't know. I think some software on my computer just Extends expired. for your hard drive. Uh, so it's a fairly straightforward device. Right? It comes with this little. I love the. Oh man, IDE man. IDE. I miss me some IDE. Look at that. Look at Look that. Look at those big. That's an 800 gigabyte hard drive. Sweet. <laughs> um, now. Um, There was... uh, What was the update? The target drive must have an equal or larger capacity than the source drive. Yep. Right? So you can't take a 500-gig hard drive and clone it to a 256-gig SSD, even if, say, the 500-gig hard drive only had 100 gigs of stuff on it. Right. Right. Which is a little bit disappointing. That's when you start getting into more
3: complications, needing some software that's intelligent enough to recognize that. Maybe if the partition, like it just wasn't partitioned past that much space, then maybe it might work? Maybe. Maybe. It's possible. Because basically, it's only going to copy what it can read from the source. And then if it runs out of space on the target, it's done copying. Like, it's just, Mm. it can't go anywhere. Yeah, but here's here's the
1: big problem. And I had this because I was kind of an idiot some years ago. When I went from a larger drive to a smaller SSD, I didn't resize some of those really, you know, not visible partitions. So the 100 megs, uh, that little partition for... At kind the of the boot stuff, yeah. it was now, like, 50 megs. And I had no idea why my OS would not go to SP1. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't yeah, a standard... Didn't like... um, yeah. So once I got that partition resize tool, it worked fine, but... that's the
3: He's talking about, like, the recovery partition. Oh, yeah, yeah, part. yeah, yeah. So if it, yeah, if it's not, like, the standard
1: size... As a matter of fact, yeah, well, it was probably tra- just It was small, trying to right? write, like, 80 megs worth of stuff to a 50 meg partition, yeah. and it was just fading. <laughs> yeah.
3: I could see how that might not work. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's one thing you got to be careful of when you do any kind of resize. Some of those tools will just like proportionally re- downsize all of the everything. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's just like a cheap little device, right? I mean, if but you have to, I mean, I don't, I kind of think the majority of people that listen to this podcast would probably be better off buying a piece of software um, that can do this functionality.
3: Yeah. Have this functionality. You connect them directly to the, to the drive. Well, this can still—it can actually. Can it read a source drive? Like, if you just plug a source drive in, and can you read it? Oh, it says yes.
0: Okay, okay. So it's like a USB three dock at that
3: point. Well, in this case, it, it will be a. I just got this IDE hard drive out of my closet what the heck is on it that's i can't true. plug it into any computer in my house what? We, because wait, i don't all the ID have,
0: ports are gone from our motherboard. yeah right just yeah,
3: yeah. that's like four or five generations ago so i bet it was less recently than that but maybe that's how far back you have to go for <laughs> for, for them to put like the token one port on yeah uh, on the motherboard like just to, do we you still know, have parallel ports on what for my printer for what printer the printer in the closet. that the that's, dot matrix. That is not... You got a dot matrix in the closet? I got a 24 <laughs> pin. It's just rare to go. We need to play oh, yeah. some of it, come so on, the worst thing that is, that is the serial pin. We need to get Cereal's a sledge. Serial uh,
2: port is still a useful tool, damn it!
3: We need to get a sledge, take, take it out back, record slow motion video, and just sledge that dot matrix printer. I don't really think I... I don't really have a printer. Office space, no. though.
0: So check out that story if you think that's a device you might be interested in. Uh, moving on to something slightly... Uh, more advanced than an IDE hard drive <laughs> is the GTX Anything. 980M, which oh. is the mobile variant of uh, the new Maxwell GPU from NVIDIA. Uh, GM 204. We already talked about we have talked about extensively the GTX 980 and the GTX 970 and those parts. This is our first time uh, messing with the mobile version of those parts. So, first thing to note is the GTX 980M is not equivalent in performance to the 980, and the 970M is not equivalent in performance to the 970.
3: Um what is it equivalent to
0: well, so the nine eighty m has fifteen hundred and thirty six cores uh-huh the nine eighty has twenty forty eight okay Okay, and the 970 has 1664. So right, the so 980M it's... is actually a little bit less powerful than the GTX 970, and that showed in our performance as well, in our in our testing is it and the benchmarking.
3: Same clock or lower clock? What? Uh,
0: looks like it's a little bit lower clock, like 1050 versus 1038.
3: Okay, so the clock isn't a huge. Clock
0: speeds are there. Uh, memory yeah. clock though is lower. Instead of seven gigahertz, you're at five gigahertz.
3: Right. So that memory just uses all, a lot of power. That stuff all just kind of depends on what's doing what, it's game right? To like game. what game is? Yeah. It's game to game. Yeah. Um.
0: Also, for, for whatever reason, notebook vendors go nuts, and the 980M has an 8-gig frame buffer on it. Um, what? It just, it just does. I don't know. I don't know why they do this. This has happened forever. Doesn't the 980? The 980 only has four by default. The 980M, this one has 8 gigs. I don't know why. I don't understand it. I really don't. I don't know if...
2: Is there any chance it would help with DSR? Uh, yeah. I mean, it could. Because I mean, you're playing on a crap screen, so quadrupling that display is actually going to help.
3: Well, sure, but I don't think you need 8 gig to do no. that.
0: I don't, <laughs> I don't think you do. It's one of those things where maybe they're trying to make up for the slower memory
3: speed with more capacity. It makes no sense because now you're, now it's know. drawing. It, it doesn't but, make any sense. But, but now the, you're powering twice as much RAM, and so the whole I know argument, what to tell you. I don't know what to tell
0: you. This is not just MSI, this. We tested an MSI GT70, uh, GT72, rather, uh, Dominator Pro notebook, and this this is something that has happened on gaming notebooks for as long as I can not as long as I can remember, but for a very long time, where when the 880 had three gigs, the 780 had three gigs on the desktop, like the the mobile variant could have three or it could have six. And it nobody
3: has an answer for. This. I it's you know whatever. Because we haven't even tested a desktop 980 with an eight gig no, buffer yet, no. right? No,
0: but it's very common for this to be the case in mobile. Okay. So, um, the, Steve is doing a full review of the GT72 Dominator Pro, this model with the, uh, with the new GPU in it. So I'm just looking at the GPU performance. The notebook in itself actually looks pretty nice. It's a big machine. It's a, yeah. it's a large machine. It's a 17-inch 1080p screen. It's got, it's got the got rainbow keyboard. It's got the rainbow keyboard you can see here. It's got the steel series design with the LED backlights and all that and RGB, and you can change all those colors and everything. It's a nice keyboard. Uh, it's, I thought it was fairly light. It was a bigger machine, but it was lighter than it looked like it would be
3: yeah. uh, in terms of actual weight. So this keyboard doesn't do all that scripting stuff like the Corsair keyboard does, right? The uh, RGB Corsair keyboard? I don't
0: keyboard? know if it does. You can individually color right, each right, key, right. Uh, and it has some software that goes along with it because it's a SteelSeries keyboard. Like but it's, it's not a,
3: the same. as It's all totally different than the it's Corsair. It's totally different than the Corsair yeah. stuff,
0: but it may do similar things. Hmm. Um so in our performance comparisons, what we tested it against is actually desktop parts because I don't really have a whole. We don't have a lot of gaming <laughs> notebooks just sitting around. Yeah. Um, so what we tested it against was uh, the desktop GTX 970, the desktop GTX 770, which is equivalent to the 680, which yep. is interesting because it has the same number of uh, CUDA cores in it as the, as the 680 M. or the 770. The 680 has the same as the 980m. Yeah, okay? yeah. And the 770 is the exact same part as the 680. Hmm, throwing a lot of numbers out. Uh, and then the GTX 6, 760 in there just for something else to compare it to. And um, we did so, all of our testing at 1080p, the native resolution of the panel. right. right. Performance. So how does this
3: compare to, like,
0: just straight to a 680? Uh, it's faster. Huh. Uh, if you look at, like, Bioshock Infinite here, you'll see the black line here is the ninety m the orange line is the 770. Yep. And the pink line up here is the 970, right? So it kind of cuts the difference between those two parts. Uh, if you look at Crisis, it's a little bit closer to the 770, um, but still, you know, up there pretty pretty close to the GTX 970. That is pretty cool that it just, like... Grid 2 results there, it's, it's Metro beating last a light.
3: desktop 770. GTX 680, yeah. Or 680, which, yeah, whichever Either one you want to say. Yeah.
0: Maybe even both. You could say it beats both. <laughs> uh, so it actually performed really, really well. What's interesting, that was all all that testing is done uh, with the AC plugged
3: in. Yep. Right. And then stuff changes when you disconnect. You the know, power. and it's
0: something I, I under I, I knew for a while, but I guess it, it didn't I didn't really wrap my head around why this was occurring. When you unplug the laptop, what people have talked about before is how long can you game on a battery? Yep. But maybe a more important question is how well do you game on a battery, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're plugged into AC, you can draw up to two... I think in our testing, we actually... The system draw, uh, drew 210 watts or so total yeah. uh, for CPU, GPU, everything,
3: right? You draw whatever the power brick will give you. Well, and it's much. whatever
0: the you know the, the hardware in there is, 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 pull, is trying to pull out, right? Yep. But the problem is when you unplug it and you're running just on battery, even if you had a large capacity battery, mm-hmm. there's a limit to how much power it can actually... Discharge at one time.
3: Yep. How much water do you allow and to pull one of it's about 100
0: watts on current battery mm-hmm. tech, right? So that means you're essentially having, ha- halving, H-A-L-V-I-N-G, <laughs> the amount of total power dissipation that the system even has access to. Yeah. Let alone how long can it gain for on battery, but it affects things pretty dramatically. Um, so first things first, look at this graph, but... I'm going to, we're going to go piece by piece here. The black line is still the 980M on AC. The orange line is the 980M on battery with the exact same settings. So there's four lines here, but only pay attention to the black and the orange. The black line is, you know, you're hovering over 60 frames a second for the most part in Battlefield yep. 4. Yep. But the orange line, you're hovering
3: between 30 and 40 frames per second. So it knocks it down to like 60% of what yeah. it was. Yeah. Now, now there's a green line that's like 80 or 90% of what it was. Right.
0: So, So So the black and the orange lines are running at the same image quality settings. Mm -hmm. Okay, but what Nvidia has done is uh, they had they had a technology last generation called Battery Boost. It was uh, main intent was to extend the amount of time you could game on a battery. Now what they have done is through GFE, where you can kind of uh, access game presets is they've enabled an on-battery and a plugged-in preset. So when you're plugged in, the game will run at these image-quality settings, and when you're on-battery, it'll run at these image-quality settings. And the image-quality settings on battery are lower, Okay. and they uh, enable a 30 frames per second fr- uh, F frame rate cap. Right? Okay. And the goal is to, as NVIDIA states, is to optimize the game so that you get a smooth, consistent gaming experience... When you're running on the battery, knowing that they have to downclock the GPU, knowing that the CPU is going to be a little bit slower as well.
3: What so could, they look at that graphics.
0: So what you're looking at here, the green line, is okay. So there's there's two lines. the The pink line here, the one that's kind of hovering right at 30, uh-huh. is the 980m with battery boost enabled at default. That is the uh, on battery. Game quality presets as well as the 30 FPS cap. And that's why we're stuck right there at 30 FPS.
3: Okay. And what's now the you mean?
0: have the option to adjust a slider if you think the 30 FPS cap is too low. You can adjust it to 40, 45, 50, whatever you want. Up so to you, 60 just, frames so you slid it up to So 60. I slid it all the way up to 60 and said, now what do you do? Uh-huh. And the result is you get frame rates that are higher, right? We're in the upper to mid 50s, I guess, on average there. But what's, what happens is you get this kind of result. If you look at frame times the pink is fairly consistent uh, but the slowest okay right the green is faster and you see that you see that black line there how it's nice and smooth or whatever that's when it has access to full power right right right, right. the green line is different image quality settings but you notice like these weird like collections of spikes and, yeah. and things it's, it's almost like it's getting to a point where it's it's because you have said go as high as 60 frames per second, it's trying to get there. It's trying to get there. And it hits the wall of no, we can't do it anymore. We can't play more power out of that battery. Downclock the GPU, upclock, downclock. And it kind of oscillates. And you get okay. this oscillation of frame times, hmm. which presents a stuttery, not smooth, poor gaming experience. Right. Right. So you can, you can maybe adjust that back to 45 or something if you want so, to find the middle ground. So it might be a little bit stuttery,
3: frame. but it's very close to the. That's in. not a, that that is not a little bit stuttery well i mean these okay. this
0: this is a 60 second span of time
3: right right and
0: you have four or five large collections of highly variable frame times yeah like those are bad those are not fun right so like i'm saying maybe you, you edge it back to like 50 or 45 and see if you can get rid of those or you just kind of default down to 30 and then we did the same thing um here with crisis three as well you can see the same types of results uh you can see the orange line or the the pink line at 30 hertz across there the green line is if we aimed for 60 at lower image quality settings but you still got these kind of bursts of highly variable stutteriness that's bad (laughs) right um so and again keep in mind that when you look at these graphs on that page that the green and pink lines are running at different image quality settings than the black and orange lines. Okay. So if you notice like the black line is actually slower than the green line there. Right. But it's running at very high. And I think green's running at
3: like medium or something. It might so just be differences there. just you know, down to like them not really tuning for like some algorithm not tuned for trying to crank that slider up to 60 hertz when it's on it's the not battery. Correct. Thing and, right. You got to think
0: that yeah. they are tuning it to their default settings of 30 frames per yeah. second, right? Like if so they if worked to, on it. If it, you upped it to 60, you may want to go in there and manually like turn some more stuff down. If you yeah. want to hit 60, turn some more stuff down. And that's, a, that's kind of the good thing about GFE is you can start there and then modify as you right, see right. fit. But
3: right. I think if they, you know, just kind of at the driver level, they could probably just do some more tweaking and make that more smooth when you go for They you know, maybe like could. 60.
0: They'd have to kind of do more testing on the GFE side and, yeah. and have different settings for it. I don't know how much they're going to get into that. Uh, but, you know, overall, I came away really impressed with the 980M mobile GPU. Uh, Steve will have a full review coming
3: of the GT72 Notebook. Yeah, that's pretty crazy fast considering it's just and a I laptop. Think,
0: and I think this notebook is like nineteen ninety-nine. It's like just it's it's like just under or right at two thousand dollars. And that's with the highest end um, forty-seven ten quad core hyper threaded processor. Yeah. It's got four MSATA SSDs in it running in RAID zero. It's got a secondary hard drive for storage, it's got killer nick it's got xsplit game caster support it has support for three external displays that is a lot of stuff there's a lot but of stuff on here yeah yeah i mean two thousand dollars is a lot of money for a laptop but i think you know and what people will do is they'll say oh well the gtx 970 is only 350 mm-hmm. bucks and it's outperforming this notebook yeah but you're getting a mobile form factor there's getting, a lot of other stuff that getting goes into quad this, so.
3: ssd raid Built into it. Quad SSD RAID. RAID RAID (laughs) 0. RAID 0. I run that at home.
0: Uh, Anybody else have any more thoughts on the GTX 980M as I crack open my second Sam Adams beer here? Nice crack. Thanks.
3: They make that right Uh, down the
0: block? Yeah, right here in Florence, Kentucky. Um, Cincinnati. So,
1: how did the bottom warm get in terms of of heat?
0: (sighs) You know, I didn't notice it. So I guess that says something. And I didn't, to be fair, I, don't, I didn't have it sitting on my lap either. Uh, it was sitting on a table, on an IKEA table. The IKEA table did not melt. That's a plus. Uh, <laughs> did and that I catch didn't. Fire? And I didn't. While I was sitting there gaming, I didn't feel. I didn't feel like I had a lot of radiating heat coming out from the sides of the notebook. So I'm sure Steve will will test more of that too. But in my experience, it it, it was running fairly well. That's one of the benefits of. You know, I, I, I'll point out again, like the Maxwell architecture, like the power efficiency story on the desktop side is a little bit less interesting because, mm-hmm. hey, I don't really care if you're using 165 watts. If you can use 210 watts and get me this much more performance as a desktop user, I'll probably take it. Yep. But on the notebook side, where you are physically limited by how much heat you can dissipate, yeah, having a, a GPU with a hundred watt TDP that can get you. 60 frames per second, as opposed to 100-watt TDP getting you 50 or 40 frames per second, that's a pretty impressive thing. So even though, like, uh, you know, on the desktop side, you could go with, like, the 290X could match performance of a 980, Mm -hmm. but it's using 130 watts more power. On the mobile side, you don't really have that option if you're AMD,
3: right? The the efficiency story is more compelling there. Not only that, but you might see a dual... Right. They're like already SLI selling fairly
0: too. thin uh, gaming notebooks. I'm trying to get one from Gigabyte that have two nine nine seventy 970Ms, not the 980Ms, but two 970Ms in SLI. And I'm sure you'll see dual 980Ms
3: yeah. as well. It's pretty crazy.
0: Uh, quickly, MSI X99S Gaming 9 AC motherboard. This comes from Mori, of course. Of course. Uh, and uh, it's a black and red motherboard. I don't know if you noticed. Black and red motherboards are... They're a thing now. They're popular. They're a popular thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty sp- impressive specifications on this board. I kind of like the design here. I like uh, uh, the. This is like where the audio traces reside.
3: Under a being shield. Being covered
0: up by a little shield. It's probably not helping much, but it looks
3: cool. It looks neat. Might be metal backed or something.
0: Could be. Uh, let's take a look at the board here and see what Maury has to say. Um. He does not like. I'll ruin the surprise. He does not like the CMOS battery placement. Mm. Mm.
2: Well, seeing as how he's never going to fit a piece, or sorry, a piece, a card in the first PCIe slot, he could still actually reach it.
3: Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> when if you, when you, you show picture the picture of what slot. happens
2: with his heat sink he and try to install a card in there,
3: why is that primary slot
2: so close? Uh.
0: So the reason it's, it's in order to support four-way SLI. Oh, okay. You have to take up a lot of space. Yep, right. And we had the same problem on the EVGA board that he looked at as well. Yeah, right. The proximity of the DIMM slots to the first PCI Express slot there. is could be an issue. There is no proximity. They're, right. They're in the same space. They're in the same spot. Uh,
2: but it does really <laughs> couldn't even open those tabs.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's something in the back. I like. I am a fan of the all red stuff back here. I, is all, I think this is all USB 3?
3: Uh, well, you can't tell by the color because <laughs> it's not following are, uh, These are USB 2? No, the black ones. Yeah, the black ones.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Oh,
2: the yeah, black sorry. ones are very top, yeah. The red okay. ones are all three. I kind
0: of like the red coloration of all the, of the connections. It's kind of nice. Nice little shield there. And again, support for 4-way, SLI, and Crossfire. You've got support for all the lengths of M.2 connections. As well, there's that audio boost.
2: Oh, if you scroll up to the audio boost? Yeah. Can you see the power plug there? Oh, he's, at the, he's got it covered in that one.
0: Which one? What,
2: what? Uh, it's on a, there's a different screenshot, but there is actually a dedicated power plug.
3: Oh, for the audio?
2: So down there at the very, towards the bottom of the audio, yeah. You can set it up to take directly from huh. uh, the PSU to give your audio a bit of a boost.
3: Huh. Now, there is a BIOS okay. setting to
2: make sure that that happens, but
3: huh, you'd have to directly be driving speakers off the phono plugs. That's the idea, though, but I mean, that's not kind of, that's not a lot of people do idea. that, or driving a pair of headphones, maybe. Yeah, then, oh yeah,
2: it will support the proper headphones.
3: Yeah, huh. then it's good to, that's nice. to you know power that. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's very unique. I don't think I've seen that on a motherboard before.
0: Ten huh. SATA ports uh, and one SATA Express. If you happen to be interested in that, here's your gym slots. You got your OC Genie button, voltage uh, monitoring connections, fans. That's a little bit tight, right there. What, what is that? That's Th- tight. Those are your power <clears throat> connectors. Your eight yeah. pin and four pin auxiliary. Good luck
3: unplugging those that once it, you plug them yeah. in.
0: And then, uh, and already having been teased,
3: <laughs> the oh, <laughs> whoa, hey, that I don't do that. You shouldn't turn that on. Did he even? Is that even plugged into the slot? No, no it's not wouldn't even okay. fit. Oh, yeah. All right, good. Hey, also, Maury, there's some dust on that. Could you uh,
0: yeah, clean that off? Yeah, I feel first. bad for that slot. Don't don't turn into. I mean, come on, Josh. We got, we got Josh fixed up already. Come on, let's. No, you don't. Oh, have no? you seen my latest I mean,
3: pictures? If you had, <laughs> damn it. If you had a smaller, you know, heatsink. Correct. And this this is all uh,
0: part of the if you have in a large heatsink. But these are fairly popular heatsinks. Right, they're not.
1: Uh, yeah, but they're not. Yeah, totally but you know, Mori. I mean, happily, excess is never enough.
0: Correct. Yes. Well, uh, well, there's some more heat sinks picked. Oof,
2: yeah. <laughs> well, if you keep scrolling down, mm-hmm. uh, there's mm-hmm. a bracket. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You can see that there is a power button on that bracket, just up from the Y die. What, what? What? That what, bracket there. Notice what? there's a weird port in the middle of those. Power. Yes. Oh, molex. It's for eSATA. No, it's for monitoring your uh, voltage points. That's the V check point. Wait, what? What?
0: This Molex power connection?
2: Included V-Check cables plugged into the ports of the V-Check port to give easy access to measuring board voltage. That's totally different. So instead of climbing inside the case to do it...
0: No. No, 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 That's not what that is.
2: No, these connect Well, then where's the V-Check cables?
0: It was on the previous page. Those are the little cables, like the little things that connect into here. Down.
2: Yeah, Okay, because they're directly above that
0: uh this the oops scrolling scrolling you're these confusing things right here. here yeah there's your
2: yeah, feature. and text. just right down yeah. from that
3: yeah. yeah 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 that's that's but that's, that's not it
2: okay that's what i'd assume that was, was no cuz look well, well, all there's so SATA the cable right next to it is yeah. just a
3: molex that powers sata plugs That's kind of so. cool that
0: this has wide oh,
3: support them. right uh
0: yeah wireless display Doesn't for your desktop just mean using how does it tell
1: yeah. Wi Fi Is that what is it? Wide Eye means on there? Wireless yep. display. Oh, so there's a. Uh, oh, so it does what? support Wide what? Eye. What card is mm. it? Uh, yeah. oh, it's it's the
0: 7260. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Interesting stuff. Ooh, Ooh, look at that. Sorry, I'm busy gaming. Busy. That would still be stolen. Door hanger. Alan has several of those on his. Uh, no. On his doors throughout his house. Um, so this is, I mean, it's a fairly high-end board. It's got the price to go along with it, of course, uh, $406 on Amazon. That's up there. It's up there. It's got a lot of stuff on it. You know, you're, you're paying for the four-way SLI, right? You're, you're, the board layout is very specifically designed for that. I kind of like the idea. You could still do four cards. You could still have full-length PCI Express or yep. M.2
3: PCIe SSDs. So it's four-way. What is, how do all the lanes One, two, do their four, four, thing four, here three, eight, eight, with the eight, X9? Eight, eight. So it's 8888, eight, 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 and then how that many does leaves,
0: that leave? Well, if you have um, if you have a higher-end part yeah. processor, it has 40 lanes. Right. So you have eight lanes left.
3: Well, you pre- do you pretty much need the higher-end processor to do the four-way SLI?
0: You could technically do... Because
3: this might not have yes, the bridge chip. Yes, no, you, no only, you can
0: only do three-way if you do... Uh, right,
3: you just don't have... The lanes just don't yeah, the connect. The correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and that's... That's a
0: crappy thing Intel did, but the motherboard vendors detail that in their manuals, yeah, as well. Yeah, so. I
2: don't know if I believe it, but at the very front they say by eight by eight by eight by four. Oh, which I I just I don't see it working unless you're not unless that, I, that by four is a completely for, separate that card. That might
0: work for Crossfire, but I'm pretty sure NVIDIA doesn't allow that.
2: Yeah, I don't think
3: light. so. This is with the lower end. Yeah, yeah, that's it's with, with eight, the twenty eight PCI lanes or twenty eight. Yeah, you get twenty eight because I mean don't, but then you're like not able to use like m.2 or like you're basically stealing that's eggs. it you used yeah. all
0: the peace express right the pch yep. has lanes for that no uh, the no. not on this not on this chipset the yeah. uh because performance will be really low
3: yeah so so if you're going to spend four hundred dollars on another motherboard buy the higher end cpu
0: yeah, I think they just make, or get the mid range at least. Yeah. The ones at the 5860. Yeah, the mid range was
3: 5930. That one's like one of those things. More like good. three something, right? And still has 40 uh rings.
0: It's more like five. Was it five something? Yeah, the three five. something is the 5820. Oh. 5930 is like five something, and then a thousand something, 5960. Yeesh. All right, let's get into our news. Uh, Jeremy, is there anything interesting about this uh, MSI 27 inch all in one?
2: Uh, well, you know, it has a mobile GPU in it that you kind of liked.
0: Oh, is,
3: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it would have mobile parts. Okay, A 900M yeah. or a 980M? A 980 or
2: a 970, depending on which you prefer.
3: Hmm. Oh, okay.
2: Uh, apart from that, it's kind of like a really neat all-in-one desktop that is It's 27 inches. So, hey, you're getting a seriously sized screen. Uh, from what I remember, it is 1080p. But then again, you you can fiddle around with that a little bit if you so desire. Yeah. And inside, I mean, they're going to the Core i7. Uh, The base model for the $1,800, I believe, was pretty much the lower end. uh, Whose model number escapes me for this exact moment? There are so many of them.
0: This sounds like they're basically taking the components of the notebook I just talked about and putting it all in one, right? A little bit more yeah, Up
2: to room. and including Super yeah. Raid and the Killer Nick. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's that's. The, I started looking through the the wording here and go, oh yeah, that sounds familiar. Oh yeah, that sounds familiar. Is that uh,
3: twenty seven inch. What, what's the resolution? Twenty seven inch ten eighty p. I assume.
2: Yeah. You can upgrade that from what I remember, not to four k. Uh, right, but but twenty five by twenty five
3: by fourteen.
2: Yeah, hmm. but that's not an eighteen hundred dollar model.
0: I I I have no idea if anybody is at all interested in a, in an all in one with a, like a gaming graphics in it. Because they're not going to be you afraid ask
1: of the iMac people. It's
0: true. I yeah. mean, but that's not the option. This is right? run circles around an, same, an iMac, it's too. It's not the same, right? Like, the <laughs> iMac, that's what they have. Like, that's yeah. the Mac. Like, you, there's no Mac anymore. And it doesn't have gaming graphics in it. It's true. It has a 285, essentially, no, an R9 285. It's, so it's okay. But, like, in, in the world of the PC, the all in one is one of those devices that I haven't quite decided if I want or if I want to exist I mean it's just like who who buys this like they always pitch us, this is is the computer you have in your kitchen or you have like in your common
3: room hopefully you're not gaming in your kitchen that's that's well
0: would you for $1800 would you buy this as your primary machine it's a pretty good deal yeah, I mean it's it's hundred bucks less than the, than the notebook.
3: It's a nice system. You just have to realize that you can't upgrade the GPU, so you will, just, will not be able to upgrade. You know, it, right. but that's not this a bad is, GPU. I mean, people no. go for several years on a GPU. This is not necessarily aimed at guys like us. I know. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah, not. because uh, you know, something like my
1: wife. Oh, hey, that's pretty. All I have this one thing. I just put it on my desk, and I plug it in. And it looks nice, and yeah. I can play some nice little games on it.
0: But don't those people who just want something pretty buy a Mac, like the iMac? They
1: don't need a 970M.
0: Right, and that's also yeah. the thing. Is, yeah. is the, the all-in-one kind of makes sense to me. The all-in-one with a gaming graphics card in it is interesting. But I don't know if, it's, if it has a market. Is this something somebody would take to QuakeCon? Right? Might- Maybe? Instead of a gaming laptop? Maybe you have a gaming all-in-one? it would be yes. an awful lot less so, stuff to log up there. So
4: why would you buy a gaming all-in-one versus a gaming laptop? Because they're going to be very similar price because of the same components. Bigger screen. Because the eyes are going it's you can't screen. see on a 17-inch screen.
2: Yeah,
0: 27 so, versus... Because in my opinion, like, if you have a gaming notebook, uh, when you're home, you probably have an external display. Okay, that's fine. That
4: doesn't invalidate my premise. That's well, true. If kinda, you, if you don't you. have a display today, like if
0: you're starting yeah. at zero... Um, you would buy this if you don't ever plan on being remote. You don't ever plan on traveling with it. Like you're not worried about a mobile gaming experience. You just want an easy setup gaming experience. Yeah. You know, I mean it's really no different than buying uh, a machine at Best Buy that happens to have some kind of lower-end discrete graphics. right? Yeah. Um, it just – you're in a different form factor and it's not upgradable and there's – some other caveats, right? And, you know, there's
1: there's no little box sitting right next to your desk or mounted oh. somewhere on your desk. Right. It's just you sitting just behind your monitor. You just plop or... it in front of you.
4: Yeah, right? I, I think all-in-ones are fine to make a whole lot of sense. I just don't get putting a decent discreet to
2: I mean, if you pick up the that side. wacky uh, couch accessory that you picked up for gaming. The
4: couch master, hell yeah.
2: Right? You could totally prop that on that. Mouse and keyboard, you'd be good to totally. go.
0: Totally. Maybe put it on the but,
2: coffee table. Or the coffee table but I, it's
0: I don't know it's weird i I would like to test one like just to I don't mean like a benchmark I mean try to use it try to use it like would I use this I don't okay I don't, remember don't a couple right of years ago
1: Dell sent me one of those and I did a review on it you did and there were some really nice things about it I mean it was it was a nice um, design it's all brushed aluminum you can carry it around with one hand. you put it on the table, and you had a wireless keyboard and a wireless mouse. You just plugged it in and, and it connected wirelessly to the network. It was one cable, yep, and uh it had a nice screen and it it didn't have as good a graphics, which would have been nice for this, but you know if you're traveling around and you know i mean not like laptop type traveling right, but say you're a contractor and you have to go work someplace for a couple of weeks. You know, you have a side thing where you like to game, or you you do more productivity work where you need a bigger screen. Right. These are things that,
3: yeah, no, maybe you want to demo three D stuff, stuff to other people on a bug on a bigger screen than what you
1: can have in a laptop. You well, yeah, I think my wife had a little party at our house, and uh, she was selling jewelry and coffee, which is a great combination. Never made any money <laughs> off of it, but that's <laughs> another story altogether. But yeah, I just yeah, Irish thing up on the, the coffee. On the dining room table, we pointed it to the websites, and people were just sitting there browsing. And it didn't, it wasn't this big box on the floor. It wasn't Correct. this little laptop. Nope. It was just something that people went up and easily. I've, I've used. had
0: I've had a Sony Tap 20 or 21 or whatever uh, at, at my house for a while, and I would use it like when I got up in the morning and I was sitting on the in the kitchen. Eating a bowl of cereal, I would use that to like check my email and stuff rather than pulling up my laptop. But at the end of the day, it's just another machine that I had to maintain whatever software on it I needed to be productive and whatever. I I think there's a space for it, and I'm I'm interested to see what you know if if people have any feedback on uh, one of those with with gaming in mind, with graphics in mind, as opposed to just a computer in mind.
2: Uh, Somebody quickly go out and uh, patent the all in one computer dock. With the uh, included keyboard, mouse pad, and everything, because I bet you that someone's going to try and sell one you someday. Just,
0: like, Velcro it to the back.
2: Oh or... yeah. Oh no, like the the transformer, the ZenBook. You you plug it right in. All the power cords and go I into think, it. I think
0: Asus already invented one of those. And like, oh, did they? You disconnected it from the dock, and it turned into an Android machine as uh, well. Oh yeah. Remember that? Yep. I don't think that
2: ever. That size though. And it,
0: yeah, it was big. It was big. It was oh like okay. I don't remember 20, that one. Twenty four. Maybe. I more. remember,
1: Lenovo had the really big tablet as well.
0: Yeah, that
2: I do. Yeah, the horizon, remember. the
0: tablet, the yeah. tablet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: and Knight says HP already did it too. All right, it's old. And busted. All right,
0: let's talk about uh, Josh real quick. Try to be. Let's, oh. make, let's make it quick. Okay. Seven percent workforce cut from AMD. What's this mean?
1: And uh, yeah, have they, you been fired Their yet? Q3 results were okay. One point four three billion. They made something like seventeen million gap. Uh, so an, an actual profit for a change for AMD, which is a nice thing, but they announced that, uh, Q4 is going to be kind of grim. It's going to drop about 12% in revenue. So it comes out to be around 160 million less that they make in Q4, which is odd because Q4 is usually the busy time of year holiday season. They said that, uh, you know, we're still not fast enough. We're still not lean enough. So we're going to lay off mm, eh, another 7% of our workforce. Did
0: they determine, like, what areas those were coming from, or they have not yet decided?
1: Not, well, they haven't told us. I think they've pretty much decided because they're going to start laying off this quarter, and uh, they're going to take some hits next quarter financially in getting these people severance packages and and whatnot. But uh, they're going to... save quite a bit of money every year by chopping
0: Firing up. people will do that.
4: Yeah. It will. In the which, short uh, term, you can save some money. No, no, it won't. I think you're wrong on that. I don't think you should fire anyone. I, it won't <laughs> <save> <laughs> I need any to money. go on a
0: vacation this winter, so I'm going to start firing people. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Uh, that's bad news. You know, we've got a lot of, know a lot of people at AMD. You got friends there. I hope everything turns out okay. All right. Let's uh, talk about Apple Mac minis. Um Uh, what did see? What did Scott say about this? Apple launched the Mac Mini fourth generation Intel Core processors. That is what, Haswell? Yep. Haswell Parts. Uh four hundred ninety nine dollars starting price, right? This is a hundred dollars lower. This is the cheapest way to buy a Mac today.
3: And unfortunately it's the most non upgradable way now. Like you used to buy a Mac mini and then you crack open the case, you need to, like, change out RAM and all sorts of, change out the hard drive and stuff what do you like mean that? all sorts of stuff? They just started the RAM you can still change the hard well, drive. Well, they started the RAM. There in, were two and you just things still... you could do and now you can do one. Yeah, but now it's like, <laughs> now, I heard it's like, like tamper-proof screws and crap like that. Like, they're intentionally trying to make it a huge pain in the butt. I, I, I think so we'll release
4: it. some new screwdrivers and we'll be fine.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh I don't know, there's not much else to say about That's this. It? Yeah, it's just, you know. It's not. It's using Haswell. It's not using any of the new Broadwell stuff. It's not using Core M. It's like a
3: MacBook Air in a box, right? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Just,
4: just I wonder, no display. Is there like a PCIe SSD option? I wonder. Like, are they? Uh, I don't know what SSDs in it actually. Do they ship with an SSD by default? Probably not for five hundred bucks. Probably uh, not for five hundred dollars. Um, I don't know. So then, so then, there's probably not a PCIe. Yeah. It'd be kind of. I mean, I could go look real fast.
0: Why don't I do that? Uh, if I go to buy now for four ninety nine, dollars 99 not oh no. Yeah. You just bought one. Maybe. Oh, no. Um, it's a 500-gig hard drive. Yes, okay. The upgraded model has a 1-terabyte hard drive. Uh-huh. The upgraded model after that has a 1-terabyte Fusion drive, which is a
3: hybrid. Yeah, so they're just using... Well, uh, right? that, but that might the, have... The a,
4: Fusion drive on the iMac uses a PCIe SSD.
3: Yeah. Huh. So it's probably like M.2 port on it. Maybe I don't, I don't know. By
0: the way, that's a huge difference. Notice the the cheapest Mac Mini is 1.4 gigahertz, and the highest end one is 2.8 gigahertz. How, how much is it? Uh, 499 versus 599. You were exactly paying double for twice the frequency.
3: No, no, no. I mean
0: twice the memory. 999 for the 2.8 gigahertz okay. Core i5. Yeah. Iris graphics. Eight gigs so. of memory. Iris graphics. Mm.
3: Yeah, and the one terabyte Fusion drive. The, but, is the but, smallest but, model four gig of memory? Yep. Yeah. That yep. it is know, a
0: MacBook Air. Yeah.
3: I mean that is that is the MacBook Air configuration. Yeah, right? but here's the thing. So my wife's MacBook, right? Just put Yosemite on it. Mm-hmm. It Yosemite takes basically four gig, That's, by booting.
4: I, I use a MacBook with four gigs of RAM every day.
3: It's I, I, okay. I, would,
4: I would like to have eight, but, but you it's have a PCIe SSD
3: usable. and you won't notice you're swapping to disk nearly as much as hers had a hard drive in it. So this mm. base model has what a hard drive. Why does your
4: wife's computer still have a hard drive in it?
3: It's a hybrid, but still. What are you doing? She's only got one slot for right now. She's
1: got She's a lot of pictures. Girls, He's letting her down. There's letting a lot of connections.
3: There's
0: actually quite a few connections on the back. Gigabit, HDMI, two Thunderbolt 2s, yeah. four USB 3s. You could do some like
4: cool desktop signage. Yeah. Like, you could do cool stuff. I think you might be able to do some interesting,
0: interesting stuff. A211 AC, Bluetooth 4.0. It's a neat little computer, but it's not really special in any way. It's yeah. not cheap. And it's not cheap in any way. Um, UE 4.5 is released, Ken. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah it was. Somewhere. Where I talked about those Mac minis. Get past that crap. Uh, this, I don't really have anything to say about it, because Scott is the guy who writes about all this stuff, but U- Unreal Engine 4.5 was released last week. Headlining feature is the ray-traced distanced field soft shadows. Eh?
3: Eh? Yeah. Uh, that picture looks pretty. Uh,
0: this one? Yes. Is that by Euclidean?
1: <laughs> no, it's
0: Ooh. UE4, Ray Trace Distance Field Soft Shadows. Oh, so then it's real then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a dynamic effect. It means it can be updated over time. Whoa, look at that. Shadows. Somebody said that looked like me. I don't really see it. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, if
4: we,
2: That's because without when you're making or... that face, your eyes are closed. Okay,
3: hold on. We have to shave your head. Yeah, Josh, your head? say something
2: what? completely inappropriate. No, because <laughs> we'll see the face.
3: Um, there's
0: a lot of information here. Uh, obviously, Scott has developing background, developer background, and developing both. Right? You know, he's growing. developing, 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 developing. developing, developing. Uh, if you're in the DX12 P- private beta, which we have been trying to get into for, for nefarious reasons, of course, uh, you can take advantage of that in UE as well. So it's available through subscribers uh, for subscribers through GitHub. Sweet. So, whatever, I guess. Raptor, top PCs released. Jeremy, anything on this list surprise you?
3: Top PC games.
0: Yeah, sorry, what did I say? Top PCs. Top PC games, Mm -hmm. most played in September, which was last month.
2: Well, the fact that I recognize some of the names is impressive.
0: Well, we have been showing these lists every month, so maybe that's why. Yes, no.
2: And, Uh, I mean, we didn't lose anything that we didn't expect and I mean the only thing sort of new that popped on was Sims 4 which of course is at point six nine is just early adopters playing with it to see what it's like That's so uh, weird.
0: It's so weird to think that the 20th most played PC game only makes up 0.63% of play time Now again this is a subset of people using this Raptor application but yeah. Yeah. look how dominant that damn number one is
2: And I mean the thing is that This is a huge market. It's not a market any one of us are a part of, really. No. But it is a monstrous market, and yeah... League of Legends is huge. It's been huge for quite a long time. And considering the lead that it's got on what everyone used to consider the de facto online game, World of Warcraft, it's going to be there for a long time.
0: Notice one, positions 1, 2, and 3 have not changed. Yeah.
2: And no. And I think the last time they did change, it was just to switch WoW and Dota.
3: Although, I don't know a lot of people that have that software installed. What? Raptor. Raptor. Uh, yeah.
4: I don't know. A it, lot of people with AMD graphics cards because it's installed by default. Yeah, it's a default mm-hmm.
3: install with AMD
0: yeah, graphics okay. cards, so that's a, that's a pretty good base. Um, and it had a, it had a decent sized u- decent sized user base before AMD kind of uh, yeah. became involved yep. as well. So, yeah.
2: But there's more than a couple of million on this. It's it's huge.
0: <sighs> Sims 4, What's Skyrim the, still doing strong. Moved up a position this huh. week. What's it? Age. I don't I don't know. It's new. It's arch Arch thing. Archie Age. Arch Age, I don't I don't know. Dropped out Gary's mod, crossfire, and firefall. <laughs>
4: oh, poor Gary's mod. Very sad. Very sad. Uh,
0: not on the list, Titanfall. Uh surprise, surprise. How about, how about that other online? Not uh, not doing so well either. ESO, not in the top twenty. Nope. Skyrim, <clears> still <throat> number seventeen. You guys should have just made a mod for it. It started selling Skyrim Online. <laughs> you named it wrong. Failed. Uh, anyway, moving on again. Cooler Master has a couple of new coolers. They have been pumping out stuff fairly frequently. Yep. Uh, in in the recent, basically since like CES, this the past CES. How big is it? Is it huge? Uh, no. We have the 120 XL and the 240 M. I'll give you an idea what sizes they are. <laughs> hmm. The 120 XL mm. is probably 120. Yeah, you know, and the yeah. 240m is probably two, probably 240, yeah, maybe yeah, 240.
1: Yeah. Point no, five. no, 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 no. You see, it's it's all. <clears throat> the 120 is actually smaller because Rajiv, um, he named him, and he always <laughs> is compensating. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, okay. It looks well, like that's the 120x came out at
2: 140 and 280.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> the 120 XL looks like a double thick, and the 240m looks like standard. Thickness on the rad there. Uh, they also have silencio. the Silencio FP120. I assume that means it's Silencio, meaning quiet and, I don't know, marketing. Pro- yeah. <laughs> uh, high air pressure, low noise output, 27 dBA max. It's pretty low. It's pretty low. Mm-hmm. Ultra low current, 4.8 watts. It's probably a relatively slow-spending fan, though. Looks like those fans come with these uh, these coolers. Look at the oh, shape
4: yeah. of those blades. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's, that's how they get the high pressures yeah. because uh, they very large. The, the blades are large surface, and they don't have a whole lot of holes in them. Well, okay, okay. you can't see easily through them. Uh, I was yeah. going
3: to say blades don't usually have holes in them.
2: Sometimes dimples, but not this time.
3: Yeah. Yes. Do hmm. you think we have
0: enough uh, self-contained water coolers in the market now?
3: Probably.
4: Eh, probably not. You think maybe we've hit no. saturation on those? <laughs> no. No, because they'll just keep coming out with new ones, and, the, and
1: other ones will get cheaper, so that's fine. I guess. Have uh, you seen how many air coolers there are online?
0: Yeah, but the problem with the air coolers are there, there's probably a 1,000 of them and 20 of them that are worth a damn, <laughs> right? Yeah. Are self-contained water coolers going to get that way? Where there's probably. like 210 yeah. that are worth a damn?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because we've already started to see you know, from all vendors – Corsair included and, and and Cooler Master and we've seen Thermaltake and Antech and all these guys where now we're getting to the point where some of them are like not as good as air coolers. They're louder, they're not cooling as well. Yep. You know, we're trying to get lower price points. Try to make them better. Try to make them unique still. Uh I don't know. I have no other I have no other direction with that conversation. So I just I just they feel like I see these like every week, like two or three more launching, so Hopefully, uh, we'll we'll probably get a couple of these in and and play around with them and see if they stand out in any uh, particular fashion. I know Mori really liked the last Cooler Master 1 review that had the extendable uh, capability to it, like where it had a plug where you could add in other components. Oh, into the loop? Yeah, into the loop. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Uh, Let's. Gigabyte, GTX 970, Mini ITX, Uh, interesting form factor. Uh, again, looking at a card that can go into very small places, the GTX nine seventy uses very little power.
3: Wow, that is a very small. Problem.
0: It's, I mean, it, it almost looks like the picture might be a little deceiving, but it almost looks like it's the same width as a mini ITX motherboard. Sure does.
1: Length. Length. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, Ace, what ASUS Gigabyte what and, right, right, right. and uh, MSI all yeah. came out with the uh, ITX ones. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're they're about that that all that same size, Basically, and uh, the nine seventy. Uh, does not pull that much power more than the uh, the 760. So right. that was a popular version back in the day. This it is officially
0: is. known as the GV-N970iXOC-4GD, which Elemental. is an NVIDIA GTX 970 ITX overclocked 4 gigabyte. 4 gigabytes. 4 gigadites. Uh, uh supposed to be available. this is made by DFI, right? Yes. Yes. yes, DFI. The gigabyte card will be available in November for around $330, which mm. is kind of the reference price. We'll see if that actually holds holds true. Single 8-pin power connection, which is interesting. It takes up less space than the two 6-pins. <laughs> yep. right? Yeah. Right? Yep. But in theory, can output the exact same amount of power. Right? I'm, I'm actually very curious why nobody else has done that. Do we know the display output? A- MSI oh. has done that?
2: Yeah, 3-display port and HDMI and DVI oh, and DVID. So the good one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, seriously good.
0: Wow, yeah. Three DisplayPort, HDMI, and two DVIs?
2: Wait, how'd they fit six connectors? Like, that scroll thing? back up, and, and you can't I see, see. I
0: can see the two DVIs, mm. yeah. Oh, they're mini DisplayPort, I bet. I bet they're mini DisplayPort. Oh, yeah.
2: No, for sure, they're mini DisplayPort.
0: Yeah, I was like, you can't fit all that on a card. <laughs> um, they've got clock speeds. It's just a little bit overclocked based on uh, the reference speeds there, but um, pretty nice. They claim that uh, when running Metro Last Light, the mini ITX gigabyte, gtx 970 gpu ran at 62 degrees celsius versus a reference design hitting 76 running the same game you can tell that it's doing that with a small cooler yeah a really a tiny 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 baby cooler uh and i know also uh asus announced one but it won't be available until december i think so we gotta wait till november to see this gigabyte model and december maybe to see what we get from uh, from asus so I think that's pretty awesome and I am looking forward to a revise, uh, a revitalized mini ITX discussion. Uh, now we're going to talk about a new GeForce driver that is mistyped in our uh, rundown over here. There is no 33.40 driver. We're going back. Driver. We're moving way back Rolling in time. Back. We're going to talk about way
1: the detonator back. 33. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is this is my TNT driver.
0: Ah, there you go. Nice. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, what stands out in this other than it being quote game ready?
2: Well, it is. It's game ready for a game which hasn't come out, a game that just came out, and a game that will be coming out. Lords of the Fallen, which most people probably haven't even heard of, Civ Beyond Earth, which will be interesting to play, and Elite Dangerous, which you can play as a beta huh. right now, as okay. long as you threw some money at it.
3: That's that's You said some money. That's a pretty expensive beta, actually. Isn't yeah, just a wee bit. Well, isn't it like 70 or 80 If you just bucks? went
2: into it and then refused to pay any more money... It's fairly reasonable if you bought a ship and then bought into the capture the flag beta and this and that and the other thing. Oh yeah, he's raking your money. Oh yeah, oh, he's doing so well. This is elite
3: dangerous. Yeah. Yes. That's space sim
2: is it? Yeah, yeah. it's Kickstarter. They've broken all I thought all we already records. had one. Last time space I checked, sim they were way over three mil. That was
3: really expensive. Now we got more. Yeah. yeah.
0: What was it? what? Why oh, yeah. why Am I blanking on the name of the
3: star star citizen? Star citizen. citizen. Star citizen. Yeah. Star citizen.
0: I thought or for sure 159? you guys had gone crazy, and you were
3: talking about that. Nope,
0: yeah. Uh, what, about, what else does this driver do? I, first of all, well, let, me, let me say the game ready part is is interesting, and I think it's it's worth noting. The idea of having a driver available for a game, Civ, uh, Beyond Earth launches on
3: Friday, I think. But, I mean, aren't they always I... updating drivers for games that are maybe coming out anyway? And Yes, you know... but it's very common for
0: drivers to come out like a week or two weeks after a game's release okay. that are then optimized for that game. If you are an early adopter for a game, it sucks because say you bought, I don't know, like Bioshock Infinite or something and it took two weeks for yeah. NVIDIA to get you a driver that fixed a bunch of issues, well, by that time, you're probably done playing the game. Like, single-player campaign, you finish in a week, you finish in two weeks, or whatever right. it is. So having that driver available day of release or, you know, a couple of days before release is uh, definitely beneficial.
3: Uh, so are they going to call every update some, from now on just game-ready for, like, then whatever the next game is? They might. It's, yeah. Correct. Yeah.
2: Hmm. It'll be game-ready for whichever games we're giving away with the GPU you're Correct. about to buy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also interesting because there's some dirty infighting in there because Civ Beyond Earth is working very tightly with a different company too, aren't they? Uh, uh, I think that's
0: a, That's a bundle. Is that a bundle yeah. game with AMD?
2: Well, and Mantle. You know that, it's that gotta, whole
0: thing. It's going to have Mantle. Yeah,
2: it's possible. But apart we may be from testing. that, there is one really nifty new thing. There's an annoying old thing that I've already mentioned, but this enables dynamic super resolution, what we've been talking about <laughs> as one of the kick-ass features of Maxwell backwards compatible with kepler and fermi now so for a lot of the older cards you, unless you're running two of them you might not want to hit the four times multiplier but you should be able to upscale a lot of the old games you've got without buying a brand new gpu
1: and the fact so that my, they did so, so quickly is really impressive oh sorry <clears throat> so my gtx 460 with one gig of memory it's just gonna fly with this right
0: of course, you win. Josh. You win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I, th- I think it's um I think it's really interesting, right? Yeah. To, to, to do that, right? If you've got a 770 with two gigs of RAM and or, or four gigs of memory or something like that, you don't maybe keep in mind you don't have to go up to 4K. You do When you enable DSR, you don't have to go up to 4K resolution. Yep. You can go up to 25 by 14. Or, it's just a
2: multiplier, right? Yeah, like, you,
0: you can do 1.5X yeah, yeah. or 2X. You don't have to do 4X mm-hmm. or whatever it is, right? So, well,
2: and some of the games I saw were like 1. 1.2, 1. 1.3. You can go through all the weird resolutions if you really want to play.
0: Yeah, there are some weird resolutions that <laughs> you can get into with that. It's, it's a really cool feature, and I think it's um, – I'm glad to see NVIDIA uh, port that back. Because they they yeah. can very easily go, oh no, we can't do it. There's a technology in 980 that makes it faster. We can't do it, right? Well, um, I'm sure 980 does make it faster, but you know. but you know, but there's no there's no inherent reason why the technology wouldn't work because yeah. you are simply rendering at a higher resolution and uh, downscaling, downscaling through a filter.
2: Yep, right. And then I think that it would apply for all of their stuff. Is that there's no reason you couldn't go back and make it work
0: mm-hmm. for the most part. For the most part, what was the other feature that they added? Oh, like MF, Mother FNAA. <laughs> Can't yes, be run. First of all, it's not even enabled in 980 today, but it will not be enabled in 700 or 600 series or whatever yeah, that because just won't work. of the, the capability of the GPU to dynamically change uh, uh, sample Al- points. Alternate
3: the sample points. To the alternate and,
0: frame to frame yeah. is then enabled in other GPUs, yeah. right? So th- I, I do hope games. that it
2: has a little thing. If you did buy another card, you could enable this feature.
0: Yeah, see there you go. Have like little like teasers on the control panel. Oh. If you only
3: upgrade to a GTX 980, you can enable this little guy. I think the uh, other than the fact that everything gets shrunk, like including the HUDs and the other stuff, oh, I DSR. The, Yeah, I think that's the only disadvantage of DSR. If it wasn't for that, Correct. I think it kind of just has the like up on all the AA stuff. Just in my opinion, just from looking you're,
0: at You're you're right. There are, there are some games where it doesn't work well and then there's some yeah. games where the the user interface side of it, the game just does everything's too small well some games just don't handle 4k well or super high resolutions well yeah and so they make all the buttons very tiny and then when you downsample that everything stays very tiny yeah right those don't get blown (laughs) back up uh which is which is definitely an issue yeah all right our last story for
1: the day one more thing oh yes not about this oh but thanks to uh captain on uh the uh the IRC channel, Okay. Uh, that gigabyte board, it yeah. is three full-size DisplayPort. There are no vents on the back of that card, so the top row are the two uh, DVI, and then you got the three DisplayPort and one HDMI, all okay, that's full-size. Just, okay. Huh. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's not a board. It's a sucker. No.
3: It's, it just goes through the top it, and the bottom of the card and then out the front. Porch. Is that
2: there no plastic backing more on than the port so that that's actually your exhaust? Yeah.
0: Interesting. All right. Well, either way, yeah. that's cool. Okay. Anyway, actually- our last story, AMD price drops. We talked about uh, workforce cuts. Now let's talk about cuts in uh, product prices. What's, what's yeah. changed here? We're talking about uh, processors this time.
1: All of the A10, A8, and A6 pros APUs from AMD mm-hmm. are going down in price. Uh, I think Yay. the big jump was the 7850K went from 179 down to 149 or 143? 143. 143. 143. Um, the other ones kind of follow suit, and even the older Richlands, uh, they see a drop in price. A sixty-eight hundred K is something like one hundred and thirteen bucks. I mean, just absolutely dirt cheap for for what you get, which uh, you know is a good three D unit with a decent CPU that's not going to blow you away. Uh, but these prices certainly were necessary because AMD is still suffering uh, in terms of power consumption versus Intel. They're, they're suffering in terms of CPU performance. The only thing they've got a leg up on is uh, the advanced 3D unit. Mm-hmm. Things like True Audio, uh, you know, Kaveri has XDMA as well, but like you're really going to crossfire a whole lot of things with that and right. be happy with it. But I mean, it it, it is there. Uh, so they've... Lowered the price; they're now a lot more affordable. Uh, when you combine this with a pretty beefy motherboard like the MSI A88X G45 or the uh, Gigabyte Sniper, you know G1 Sniper A88X, uh, these boards are around 90 to 100 bucks. Very inexpensive. A lot of nice features to it. Good build quality, and you can make a really nice little computer for not a whole lot of money now. Uh, that extra 30 bucks that you'll save can go to other things, a more yeah, powerful graphics, more memory, slightly bigger SSD, stuff like that. Cool. Yeah. There's a lot more in there that I talked about, uh, namely yeah. uh, why they're doing it, because Q3 was not great, even though they pulled <laughs> profit. Q4 is not going to be... I had to run from the room uh, in the middle of that one because apparently my wife was choking on pizza. Oh, that's not good. And so, you Everything know, as much okay, as I though. like you guys in the podcast... <laughs> you bust out the Heimlich? Uh, by the time I got there, she had panicked and, and threw herself over the couch on the back and did it to herself. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Sorry. So, she... she Glad find The dog was happy for the treat on the floor. <laughs> oh, awesome. Every, everything oh, came out fine. Was. But anyway, uh, yeah, Q4 is going to be down 12%. And so I think what they're trying to do here is increase the amount of product that they're, they're actually kind of trying to ship. Because for every CPU AMD ships, one of their motherboard partners is going to be shipping a motherboard. And that's a chipset uh,
0: yeah.
1: derived by AMD on that. And it kind of helps everybody out in the ecosystem. Uh, ASPs are going to suffer yep. because of this. But if they can increase the throughput of actual selling of parts, it may come out as more positive in the end because nothing makes you feel better than volume. Uh, right. right. Sure. Sure. Yeah, oh, volume. no. I That's mean, what uh, it is. No, you it's know, volume. throughput and volume Thru- of product. Throughput, I'm with. Yeah, volume, yes. I'm not so
0: sure. Okay, it's everybody, everybody their own. All right, let's talk about our hardware, software picks of the week. I teased them that these are world famous hardware, software picks of the week. So I hope you got something good. Okay, uh, mine is the Moto 360, which is a smartwatch uh, running Android Wear uh it's an android device it's a fancy wait fancy android squash. where
1: is that is that the brother of demarcus where uh
0: yeah 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 yeah.
1: Um, yeah yes sure
0: so this is uh i would say the most well received of the smartwatches that were released by uh, the the Android ecosystem, kind of all at once when uh, Google announced the Gear Live, the LG G Watch, the Moto 360. I think there was another one in there. It was a Sony one or something. Uh, I have used the uh, Gear Live, the Samsung Gear Live, for basically since it was released. Yep. And I I've been wanting to try out the 360 for a while because I think it actually looks more like a watch. Um, Came back in stock, decided to give it a shot. So far, I've been impressed. I know the major complaint about the device when it launched was battery life. They have updated the firmware on it, and this is the first full day I've had with it. It's got 9% of its battery remaining. And you started? I started at about 9.30 this morning. And it is, what time is it recorded this? It's 11, almost 11. I mean, it is kind of late in the day. So, it's so. 14 hours or you, so. You
4: get a lot of messages. And you
0: got a lot of messages. I get a lot of messages and notifications on it. The screen lights up a lot. I use yeah. it a lot. So um, that's, I would say it's, the battery life is still probably a little bit worse than the Gear Live. Yeah. Based on just this one full day and full
3: charge on it. Um, but what happens if you go running with one of those? Does it keep accidentally thinking that you're trying to look know. at it? I don't know. You don't, know.
0: I don't When I When I play basketball or something and I wear it, I don't, I don't look at my watch. But I guess I will from now on. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. Sorry. Uh, it looks nice. It's got some fancy options. Uh, that pretty lady likes it. That guy on the bike seems to like it. Uh, that dog likes it. Um, that lady, she can't stop staring at her watch. She's got on the wrong,
3: wrong arm. <laughs> Lefties. Ugh. You can't unsee the flat tire. Uh,
0: and it does have um, wireless charging which yeah. is kind of nice. Uh, and it's, it's got a neat little dock system. The only problem with that is you have to have that dock with you. Otherwise, you cannot charge your device. But all of the, all of the watches are like that. Uh, even the Gear Live had a very specific dock thing that came with it. Yeah, so if you they travel, you have to take that. Yeah, they don't, have, they don't use standard USB ports because they need to be water-resistant. Yeah. And USB ports tend to be not... Oh, water definitely resistant. not. Yeah. Definitely not water resistant. You would you would hate to ruin your watch every time you washed your hands. I just for wish example. that
3: the, that like a dock like that would have maybe like a like a removable like the back part that does like the inductive charging. Yeah. You, know, the lock-
4: you, you, you can buy a Qi. It uses Qi, Qi wireless so you can charging. buy other it's Qi devices. Oh, okay.
0: I actually have an external battery that has a wireless part in it that I put the watch on in it and it will charge it. Oh, right. So oh, that's fine. There are other yeah, options pretty, for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is $249, so it's about 50 bucks more than um, the other ones. But okay. it's round. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. Well, we'll uh, I plan on kind of – I'm going to use it for another little bit and then kind of – probably do a little story on comparing the two yeah. not necessarily like full reviews but what were my experiences like using them and how's this one different think like, i can tell you for sure like this one has a slower processor in it yeah and i know that because the animations are running at a lower frame rate than they were on the on the samsung device
1: so would you say that this is a good potential use for the cortex m7
0: uh yeah i would because i don't know what this is using this is like i think ken's it said ti omap of yeah. some kind like it's an old soc um, that they've probably probably Dude. got really cheap you know they had to pay more for the rounded parts of it and the screen yep. is different and the and the battery is a little bit smaller because of all that so there, mm-hmm. there are some trade-offs to get the round fancier looking design right yeah now.
3: it is kind of thicker than the other one it seemed like Uh,
0: I don't oh. know maybe not I've got the other one in my bag so we can look at it but yeah. um, it's interesting I think we'll I think I'll we'll get some some good uh, thoughts out of that but that's mine Jeremy,
2: you're up next. It's not a hoverboard. It's kind of a 100 board. And I've got to tell you that it's one of the greatest marketing plays I've seen because the screen cap is from Back to the Future 2, and it is literally announced one year before the date that Marty McFly went to the future, and we all found out about self-lacing shoes and hoverboards.
4: Oh. should have just waited a year. I
1: thought it was November 21st
2: is the Hendo. It's an interesting little application of uh, a magnetic repulsion that we haven't seen used a lot. It's only good on non-ferrous metal. So you have to have a giant copper sheet or aluminium sheet underneath you to do it. Sounds cheap. Which implies uh, that it's an oscillating magnetic field because you can screw with uh, conductive non-ferrous metal to get it to do a repulsive magnetic field.
3: I'm trying to think of what what... Where you might find just a large sheet of that. <laughs> it, and it's going well, to be a
1: very, very expensive half pipe. Yeah. Strangely no, enough,
2: well, uh, Hendo had s- this s- arena set up with a giant copper sheet underneath it. And well, wait, I think that's why they invented this.
3: Like a bumper car, <gasps> bumper car look, arena.
2: It's a land speeder. Yes, look. It's the
3: land spinner from oh, okay. Star Wars. Show me one with someone standing on the thing, though. Like, no, large. we saw some videos uh, of The of current it. one
2: yeah. does 300 pounds. Oh, really? This is the,
4: scroll
3: up.
2: Yeah.
4: Scroll up. They have a concept for a skate park. They don't have a skate park. They have a concept. No, oh. they they
2: do actually have a little one you can deal well, with well, because they've already sold yeah. the, the uh, 50 prototypes that they've built.
4: So
3: how much
2: For do you 10 grand, you could have got one of these.
3: How much you would $10, oh, this thing consume? Thousand dollars
2: a hoverboard. Board. That's the best part about it. It's a friggin' Kickstarter. <laughs> Scroll all the way down to the bottom.
0: $1,000.
2: They've already been sold. They sold every single one What's of them. What's it say
0: the expected delivery date is? Uh,
2: they've 40, already pretty 60, much got the uh,
0: uh,
3: prototypes. That's October what they sold. limit Yeah, right. it's, it's a like, hoverboard, It's about a year right? from now.
2: So, yeah, so it's you know, going to come it's out it's when hoverboard. the Back to the Future release date was.
3: Did they say how long like it would last on a charge?
2: Of course not. 30 seconds. That would be silly. Yeah, but it's it's not going to be listen, kid. Ridiculously short. Uh, I mean, it's going to be proportional
3: because, I mean, to the weight. <gasps> with magnetic fields. Look. Yeah, it'll be proportional to the weight, obviously. You know.
2: Yes, uh, but the the cheaper ones are a dev kit, which is the white box kit, which is oh. brilliantly labeled. There's their
1: there you go. That's the like, there's the their test.
2: copper thing.
1: See, I told you, copper half pipe.
2: And as you can see, it does not function like a normal skateboard. Yeah. There's almost no propulsion to it whatsoever. You can get a remote control to help you move around. It's it's a tease, but at the same time, this is kind of neat.
4: It's a hoverboard. Uh, it, it's,
2: it is it's a hoverboard. <laughs> it's, it might not be a rollerblade or a roller skate, is. but it is a hoverboard.
4: Exactly. It's awesome.
2: Every UPS, FedEx, Perlator courier is going at that and going, Wait a second. So, if I could put a bunch that, of those underneath my I pallet. Worn,
0: I should have worn my t shirt for the uh, Vinnie Caravella Vinco uh, electromagnetic arcade machine levitation company. I think his yes, idea was anyway.
4: just two magnets, though. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: <sure. laughs> yes. Follow one around. So, I mean, it, it's not There's. very likely that these, this current incarnation is going to work. On the other hand, it's a damn neat little it's got piece 53 of technology. days
0: that- left. And it it made $278,000 of a $250,000 goal already. Oh, yeah. And it's been up for seven days. And only 1,400 backers. That's a significant. It's been up for one day. That's a significant. Well, because scroll
2: down to the bottom where you can buy the bloody hoverboard. It's a hoverboard. For
0: $100, you get a ride on the Hendo hoverboard. Yes. Plus
4: getting yourself to California.
2: But I, I like the fact that they sell the white box, which is literally a hovering white box. <laughs> which you can tear apart and do whatever you feel. Yeah,
0: that's like. pretty cool. I, yeah, that that's kind of neat. Like for 150, dollars I might buy that. Right? Like that's, no, that's
2: already sold out too. Oh, okay. Fine.
3: This thing's aluminum, right? Yeah, or stainless. Could, yeah,
0: we could hover on this crap. There ball. you go.
3: Yeah, get a hover. We can have a white box just rotating, <laughs> just sitting right here during the, during the podcast. podcast. That's nice. worth 150 bucks, isn't it? I don't know. I think so.
2: Paint it up as right. a companion cube, and you're
3: golden. There you go. That's Josh. Yes, that's it. The, just put the companion cube on it. In it around yep. it yeah. take the Stuff stuffing out. out yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll wrap it around the box it'll be a companion cube just working on the table Josh Anywho, what do you
2: got Josh
1: <laughs> you know if you got 78 bucks burning a hole in your pocket oh, buy a cheap FM2 plus motherboard and get the Athlon X4 860k you can overclock it to about 4.4 4.5 it's cheap it's about the same price now um if you get it other places you can find it for a slightly better price than this but not much but that's about what the same price as the uh the pentium uh anniversary edition and it's got you yeah. know kind of four cores rather than the what two and one i forget that that one has but uh cheap dirt cheap and if you just want to not have an apu yeah uh, you're not you're not getting true audio or any of the other things because that's all ported to the GPU GPU portion. But, um, you know, it's a decent little processor for not a whole lot of money. And uh, you can get a nice board <clears throat> for it for relatively inexpensive. Like 50 bucks for something like that. I mean, it's just dirt cheap. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, go go back to the CPU. Back
0: to stage. the CPU. I'm back scroll and,
4: down to related items. Scroll down to related oh, items. Uh, it was recommending an athlon 64 at one point hmm. <laughs> related items <laughs> another processor you dummy but it was an athlon 64 <laughs> all
2: right I was confused yeah k richland down towards the bottom
0: nice all right uh our last pick now comes to alan
3: another cheap thing so after another. you bought your cheap athlon whatever amd and motherboard and motherboard yes yeah. All through uh, Amazon buy link. And you look over at that, um, you know, 100 megabit switch you have over Ugh, there. Networking gosh. all your stuff together. It's the worst. You know, and if you're tired of transferring files around at 10 meg per second, you'd like to do them at sneaker 100 net. meg per second. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Sneaker net would be faster than 100 megabit, probably. Even if you were, like, you know, cross town. Anyway. anyway. If you're really slow at walking. Yeah, that too. Uh, So, Micro Center's got uh, the pretty decent Netgear port 1 gigabit switch it's like $39 that's pretty cheap it's actually cheaper than their 5 port version of the same switch that they have so it's pretty good I think the only thing cheaper than that is like the modern price one which may or may not catch on fire or work for more
1: than 10 <clears> minutes you know that, that really? D-Link it has a 8 port for 19 bucks. that's on sale often oh, really yeah I've got one sitting behind me it's not on fire is it, not is it, it plugged fire. in? It's plugged that in. All right. It's put the that kids in the, the workstation, and so it's been it's been seeing a lot of interesting websites. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's been going like a trooper, <laughs> not on fire.
4: Has anybody seen uh, 10 gigi for 39 bucks?
1: No.
3: No. You might get a cable for that.
4: You, you might be able to break it, pay someone to break into a place for that. Yeah. It won't be a very good robbery, but no, like smash and grab.
3: <laughs> Yeah, those nicks are like three or four hundred bucks.
4: Yeah, the switches
0: I've seen are like six grand. So
3: No, there's like an eight hundred dollar um I think five or eight port uh ten gig E switch. Yeah, yeah,
2: unmanaged it must be.
3: It's like eight hundred bucks, I think. That's pretty reasonable considering an individual NIC is three hundred for yeah. one port, right? Yeah, and there's an eight port switch. Yeah.
0: Fair enough. All right, everybody, that is going to wrap up the show for this week. Uh, PCPro.com slash podcast is where you can go find our back episodes, get the videos, get the links to the RSS, uh, and subscribe to us. And obviously PCPr.com slash live is where we record the show on Wednesday nights. And PCPr.com slash subscribe is where you can go sign up for our little mailing list, and we'll let you know whenever we do live events like this or other cool things where we give stuff away quite often as well Uh, and obviously if you come to the live page you can hang out in the chat room and ask us a bunch of questions and make fun of us and do all kinds of stuff that I don't know people do when I'm not paying attention which is most of the time to the chat room while I'm doing the show so uh, thank you guys again we'll be back next week with another riveting episode of the PC Perspective Podcast I'm Ryan Schropp
2: I'm Jeremy Holstrom.
3: I'm Josh Walbraith and I'm Alan Malentano. You see that? That's a callback. <laughs> ah, ah, <laughs> eh?